alcohol as she read. Many went back to therapy or sought counseling for the first time. All said their lives were changed. For you, listening to this book may also be an intense and healing experience. As you begin to realize that your life makes sense and that you are not the only one who has suffered, you may experience a tremendous feeling of relief. But relief is not the only reaction you may have. If you have unfamiliar, uncomfortable, or disturbing feelings as you read, don't be alarmed. Strong feelings are part of the healing process. If, on the other hand, you breeze through these chapters, you may not yet feel safe enough to confront these issues. Or you may be coping with the book the same way you coped with the abuse, by separating your intellect from your feelings. If that's the case, stop, take a break, talk to someone for support, and come back to it later. It's essential that you don't bear this book the way you bore the abuse, numb and alone. If you come to a part that feels overwhelming, the material in that section may be too difficult for you right now. Don't force yourself to listen to it. Try a different section instead. It's okay to pause the program or to go slowly. You can listen a little at a time, taking weeks or even months in between sections. Pace yourself so that you can stay present while you listen. Pay attention to the thoughts, feelings, and sensations that arise. The idea of developing such a relationship with your inner world may be unfamiliar to you. As women, many of us have been taught to meet the needs of others and been told that focusing on ourselves is selfish. But healing requires a willingness to put yourself first. Preface to the 20th Anniversary Edition Hello, I'm Laura Davis. When Ellen Bass and I began work on The Courage to Heal in 1984, the climate for survivors of child sexual abuse was dramatically different than it is today. There was little understanding about the process of healing from child sexual abuse. There were few therapists knowledgeable about treating abuse and almost no support groups. Incest was considered to be extremely rare. When survivors did disclose their abuse, they were most frequently met with denial, minimization, or blame. Though an awareness of sexual abuse was dawning, little real help or hope was available for those who had suffered from it. There was just a staggering need. We wrote The Courage to Heal to offer survivors practical, empowering, first-hand information and to provide respectful, compassionate guidance through the healing process. We chose to avoid academic language, psychological theories, and statistics. The Courage to Heal grew out of the women's movement with its focus on empowering women both personally and politically. Women had begun confronting the reality of sexual and domestic violence, and in the tradition of speak-outs for rape victims, we believed in the power of women breaking silence and telling their own stories. By reading about other women's experiences, survivors gained inspiration and strength. They learned that they were not alone, they were not to blame, and that healing was possible. In the decades since it was first published, we've heard from thousands of survivors around the world describing what the courage to heal has meant to them. I've been in treatment since I was six. I've been in mental hospitals. I've been given shock treatments. I've been on meds. I've seen counselors up the wazoo. But your book is the first real help I've ever received.
At times, I've simply sat holding your book, knowing that at last someone understands how I feel inside. If you had written The Courage to Heal only for me, it would have been worth every hour, every tear, every frustration, every effort you have put forth. The Courage to Heal has saved my life, literally. The Courage to Heal is, and always has been, in the process of evolution. Since its initial publication, we have regularly made changes, incorporating new material, adding new information, and offering new perspectives. We have responded to feedback from our readers, changes in the social and political climate for survivors, and the latest research on abuse, trauma, and healing. The book has been continually enriched by the determination of the pioneers, activists, therapists, and survivors who have passionately committed.